إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد Tonight then, continuing with the Iman in the Day of Judgment, we come to the topic regarding the bridge. The bridge that will be on the Day of Judgment, on the Day of Resurrection, that the people must cross over before arriving at Paradise. There are a few points to mention then regarding this bridge. In Arabic, it is known as As-Sirat. As-Sirat. And linguistically, it is possible to pronounce the word with three different pronunciations. With a sword as-sirat, with a sin as-sirat, and with a zai as-zirat, linguistically speaking. In terms of what the bridge is, Islamically then, what do we mean by this bridge? هُوَ جِسْرٌ مَنْصُوبٌ عَلَى جَهَنَّمْ يُعْبَرُ عَلَيْهِ لِلْوُصُولِ إِلَى الْجَنَّةِ It is a bridge that is placed above the hellfire and it must be crossed over to arrive at paradise. A bridge that is placed over the hellfire and it must be crossed to arrive at paradise. Has this bridge been mentioned in the Qur'an or not? As-Sirat, has this bridge been mentioned in the Qur'an or not? Anyone? No? Yes? Where? Where has the bridge been mentioned in the Quran? Surah Maryam. Maybe there is a difference of opinion between the scholars as to whether this bridge is mentioned in the Qur'an or not. Yes, there is an ayah in Surah Maryam, which may well indicate and be pointing to this bridge. And that is in Maryam 71, وَإِن مِّنْكُمْ إِلَّا وَارِدُهَا كَانَ عَلَىٰ رَبِّكَ حَتْمًا مَقْضِيًّا 
that there is none amongst you except that you will come across it. Come across it? What is that in reference to? Maybe it is in reference to the bridge, as some of the scholars explain in their tafsir. Because warid, the word used in the ayah, it can have different meanings in the Arabic language. Waluha muhtamila, falwurud yati bimaniyeh. Wurud and warid, as the ayah in Surah Maryam mentions, wa imminkum illa wariduha. That there is none from you except that you will be wariduha. That you will do the wurud upon the bridge. Or you will do a wurud. Whether upon the bridge or not, that is what's in discussion. But what does it mean this wurud and warid? One meaning of it is ad-dukhul fi shay To enter into something. To enter into something. يأتي بمعنيين الأول بمعنى الدخول في الشيء To enter into something وهذا يؤيده قول الله تعالى عن فرعون يقدم قومه يوم القيامة فأوردهم النار There is an ayah in Hud 98 where it mentions how the people of Pharaoh will come on that day and they will be entered into the fire. And the word used is that same word, awrada, wurud, warid. The same word. So one of the meanings of that word is to enter into something. The second meaning of this word is al-ishrafu ala shay duna al-dukhulu fi to overlook something without actually entering into it to overlook something without actually entering into it that can be shown by the example where Allah mentioned in Al-Qasas 23, وَلَمَّا وَرَدَ مَا أَمَدِيًا When Musa alayhi salam came across that water, but didn't enter into it. So what we're saying here so far is, does this bridge, or is this bridge mentioned in the Qur'an? There is an ayah, in Surah Maryam, which mentions, وَإِن مِّنْكُمْ إِلَّا وَارِدُهَا That all of you will do the wurud upon it. What does it mean, do the wurud upon it? Whatever this it is, either it means you will enter into it, or it can mean that you will overlook it, come across it, but not actually Enter into it. 
والأقرب والله أعلم أن الورود هو المرور على الصراط and the closest meaning here the closest meaning here for that ayah in surah maryam is the meaning of overlooking something but not necessarily entering because the meaning is that you will come across the bridge that you will pass upon the bridge So for the scholars that say the bridge is mentioned in the Qur'an, it is that ayah in Surah Maryam, where they will say, وَإِن مِّنْكُمْ إِلَّا وَارِدُهَا They will say that is in reference to the bridge, that all of you will come across the bridge. All of you will pass upon it. And the it, they say there is the bridge. There are some points mentioned here أن أدلة الصراط وما يتعلق باليوم الآخر ذكرت أن الكفار يدخلون النار وأن المؤمنين يدخلون الجنة ولم تذكر دخولهم النار فهذا يؤيد أن ورود المؤمنين النار بمعنى مرورهم عليها فقط سذار آية وَإِن مِّنْكُمْ إِلَّا وَارِدُهَا That you will all pass upon it or pass over it. Then that they say is in reference to the bridge. Because everybody will pass by the hellfire. They mean by that that the believers will pass over the bridge and therefore pass the hellfire until they reach the other side and then enter paradise. So, the first point there is, that there is a difference between the scholars as to whether this bridge is actually mentioned in the Qur'an or not. And even if it is not, that is not an issue, there are certain aspects of the Day of Judgment of other things that are mentioned in the sunnah, but may not necessarily be mentioned in the Qur'an. But the scholars who do say it is mentioned, use that example of Surah Maryam, saying that it is an example indicating how the believers will pass over the hellfire, i.e. they will pass over on the bridge, they will pass over on the sirat, and go across passing by the hellfire. The next issue here is, what are the descriptions of this bridge? What are the descriptions mentioned in the evidences regarding this bridge? As-sifatul ula, the first description given regarding it. دلت النصوص على أنه ظل لا تثبت عليه الأقدام. The evidences indicate that the bridge is slippery, that the feet cannot become established upon it. It is slippery. The feet cannot become grounded upon it. That is mentioned in the narrations. 
In one narration it says regarding it, that it is mudhilah, muzillah, that it is slippery, slippery, that you cannot establish your footsteps upon it. And those narrations are found in Bukhari, in Muslim. The second characteristic about this bridge, أَنَّ عَلَى حَافَتَيْهِ كَلَالِيبَ That upon its sides, there are hooks. Upon its sides, there are hooks. وَخَطَاطِيفِ وَحِسْكِ فَقَدْ قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صلى الله عليه وسلم عن الصراط عليه خطاطيف وكلاليب It's mentioned in the narration the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said that upon it are these hooks. So we know that it is slippery. You cannot get a footing on it. And we know on top of that it has the hooks on its edges. The third characteristic mentioned of it, أَنَّهُ حَادٌ كَالسَّيْفِ That it is sharp, like a sword. It is sharp, like a sword. حَادٌ كَالسَّيْفِ It is mentioned, قَالَ أَبُوْ سَعِيدِ بَلَغَنِي أَنَّ الْجِسْرِ أدق من الشعر وأحد من الصيف that it has reached me that the bridge is thinner than a hair and sharper than a sword thinner than a hair and sharper than a sword and so the fourth characteristic is there too that it is thinner than a hair, and it is slippery, and it has hooks upon it, and that it is sharper than a sword. These descriptions and characteristics, they are mentioned regarding as-sirat, mentioned regarding that bridge on that day. The next topic here, Do the kuffar go across this bridge too? Or do they not? Are they already cast into the hellfire? Or do they go across the bridge and fall into the hellfire? Do the kuffar go across that bridge or not? هَلْ يَمُرُّ الْكُفَّارُ عَلَى الصِّرَاطِ عَلَى التَّفْصِيلِ There are some details to mention in this answer. In urida bil kuffar, al kuffar asuraha, ay al mulhiruna lil kufr, fala. If we mean the open kuffar, those who proclaim their kufr, and they do not accept tawheed, They proclaim their kufr and they are upon kufr openly. Then no, they do not cross onto the bridge. 
وَإِنْ أُرِيدَ بِهِمُ الْمُنَافِقُونَ فَنَعْمْ But if you mean the munafiqoon, those who openly did not proclaim kufr, openly they proclaimed Islam, secretly they were upon kufr, then those munafiqoon, yes, will come upon the bridge. And there is a hadith which indicates that hadith of Abu Sa'id al-Khudri radiyallahu anhu and it's a lengthy hadith, a very long hadith in Sahih Muslim that talks about these issues of the day of judgment and the resurrection and what occurs and that lengthy narration in Muslim Volume 1, 167 and 169 and 183. Those narrations, lengthy ahadith about the Day of Judgment, they have within them an evidence or an indication that open apparent proclaiming kufr, those kuffar, they do not go. But as for the munafiqoon, they go, but of course fail to cross over that bridge. Because the apparent and open kuffar, those who proclaim their kuffar, they instantly are thrown into the fire. But the munafiqoon who claimed to be upon Islam, then they are given that crossing, but then of course they fail to cross and make it to the other side. Ibn Rajab, he said, أَمَّا الْمُشْرِكُونَ فَإِنَّهُمْ لَا يَمُرُّونَ عَلَى الصِّرَاطِ As for the mushrikun, they do not cross on the bridge. إِنَّمَا يَقَعُونَ فِي النَّارِ قَبْلَ وَضْعِ الصِّرَاطِ Rather, they are already cast into or fall into the fire before the bridge. Before they come to the bridge, before they cross to the bridge, they are already cast or thrown or fall into the fire before that. The next topic here, أَحْوَالُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ فِي الْمُرُورِ عَلَى الصِّرَاطِ How will the believers cross the bridge? Because we know in the evidence as mentioned, not everybody will cross the bridge the same way. There will be a difference in how people manage to cross over the bridge. Firstly then, there are two things to mention. Two things to mention in terms of how the believers cross over the bridge. The how meaning the state. What will be the state of the believers as they cross? And there are two points to mention here. The state in terms of light and darkness, and the state in terms of speed. Because there will be differences in the amount of light or darkness for a person when he crosses, and there will be a difference in the speed that a person crosses. So firstly, in terms of the light and the darkness, 
in the hadith of Jabir radiyallahu anhu anna nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qal yu'ta kullu insanin minhum munafiq aw mu'min nooran thumma yatba'unah that every person will be given a light whether a munafiq or a believer indicating like we said just before the munafiqun of the kuffar do come across the bridge that whether it is a munafiq or a mu'min they will be given light and they will follow that light in seeing where the bridge is to attempt to cross وَعَلَى جِسْرِ جَهَنَّمْ كَلَالِيبِ And then the hadith, it highlights how on that bridge there are hooks. And those hooks, they drag and pull down whom they will. ثُمَّ يُطَفَأُ نُورُ الْمُنَافِقِينَ Then as the munafiqeen, they are crossing, their light is extinguished. And remember, the bridge, thinner than a hair, slippery, hooks upon it, sharper than a sword. And this light, they are given to be able to see, because otherwise darkness, that light of the munafiqoon, it is extinguished then. ثُمَّ يَنْجُ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ and so then the only ones who are saved, the ones who remain with a light to cross, are the believers. فَتَنْجُوا أَوَّلُ زُمْرَةُ وُجُوهُهُمْ كَالْقَمَرُ لَيْلَةَ الْبَدْرِ So the first group of them, they are saved. Their faces are like the moon and a full moon night. The first group of them who are saved... In another narration it mentions that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, فَيُعْطُونَ نُورَهُمْ عَلَىٰ قَدْرِ أَعْمَالِهِمْ That every person will be given light in accordance to the level of their deeds. The amount of light that they are given will depend on their level of deeds. قَالْ فَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ يُعْطَى نُورُهُ مِثْلُ الْجَبَلِ بَيْنَ يَدَيْهِ Some of them will be given light. So much of it, it is like a mountain amount of light. The size of a mountain, so much light, they are given to cross. Some of the believers, those of piety and high level of good deeds, they are given the light, the equivalent of a mountain's worth that they can see to cross. وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ يُعْطَى نُورُهُ فَوْقَ ذَلِكَ And there are some who are even given light more than that. From the righteous and the pious of the believers, given light even more than that. وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ يُعْطَى نُورُهُ مِثْلُ النَّخْلَةِ بِيَمِينَهِ And some of them are given light 
to the size or amount of a palm tree, which is obviously much less than a mountain's worth, but they have the amount like that of a palm tree that they uh, use then to cross over. And some of them will be given less than a palm tree amount in their right hand that they then use to cross over. The least of them, the lowest amount, will be the light given to the amount of your toe. The amount of your big toe. That small amount of light, that is the smallest amount given to the one with the least amount of deeds. That small amount of light that you must cross this bridge, that is thinner than a hair. Yudhi umarrah. And that individual, that small amount of light, it flickers on and off, flickers on, flickers off, comes on, goes off. فَإِذَا أَضَاءَ That when it comes on, then he's able to move forward. وَإِذَا طَفِئَ قَامْ And when it goes out, then he stands still, unable to move forward in the darkness. فَيَمُرُّ وَيَمُرُّونَ عَلَى الصِّرَاطِ وَالصِّرَاطِ كَحَدِّ السَّيْفِ And so they cross over that bridge, and the bridge is sharper than a sword. فَيُقَالْ أُنْجُوا عَلَىٰ قَدْرِ نُورِكُمْ And so it will be said, be saved upon the level of your light. So that is one thing to bear in mind. The level of light a person is given to be able to cross will depend on the level of your good deeds. Some will be given a huge amount of light to see. And others will be given a small amount of light to the lowest level of the big toe that it flickers on and off that size of light. When it flickers on, he moves. When it flickers off, he stands still. The second situation in terms of the state that the believers will be in when crossing is the speed at which the believers will be able to walk across that bridge on that day. دلت عليه النصوص أن بعض أو بعضهم تكون سرعته على الصراط كالطرف العين Despite it being thinner than a hair, sharper than a sword, slippery with the hooks, it is mentioned that some believers will cross it in the blink of an eye. That some believers will cross that bridge which is above the hellfire 
in the blink of an eye with that speed and some of them with the speed of thunder lightning and some of them the speed of wind how fast wind can blow and some of them to the speed of running horses and some of them to the speed of flying birds and some of them to the speed of the camels riding the camels across and some of them to the speed of just human running how fast a human can run and some of them to the speed of walking pace normal human walking pace يزحف وبعضهم يسحب وآخرهم رجل يتلبط على بطنه and the last of them will be a man that crosses over upon his stomach فيقول أي ربي لماذا أبطأت بي فيقول لم أبطأ بك إنما أبطأ بك عملك the man the last of them crawling across on his stomach some of them like we said in the blink of an eye some of them like the speed of wind some of them the speed of horses the some of them speed of human running walking and the last of them crawling across on his stomach. And he will say, My Lord, why have you made me slow? Slow in going across, crawling on his stomach. So then Allah will say to him, I have not slowed you down. Rather, it is your actions that have slowed you down. Meaning because the lack of his deeds, because of the lack of his actions, the lack of his righteousness, the little amount that he had, then that is all he has in the speed that he is able to cross over. It is your actions that have slowed you down. So all of these people, again, the speed at which they cross, will be dependent upon their level of actions, dependent upon their level of deeds. Those with the greater level of deeds, then they will cross with greater speed. And those with far less deeds, then they will cross at a much slower speed, until it mentions the man at the end crawling across on his stomach. Then it's also mentioned from the issues here, أَنَّهُ لَا 
يتكلم وقت المرور على الصراط أحد إلا الرسل that during this crossing nobody talks during that crossing nobody talks except the messengers nobody talks except the messengers and it's mentioned in the narration uh, regarding the fact that nobody talks except the messengers فَيُضْرَبُ الصِّرَاطُ بَيْنَ ظَهْرَنَيْ جَهَنَّمْ That this bridge it is placed upon the hellfire فَأَكُونُ أَوَّلُ مَنْ يَجُوزُ مِنَ الرُّسُولِ بِأُمَّتِهِ And I will be the first to pass over from the messengers with my ummah Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam وَلَا يَتَكَلَّمُ يَوْمَئِذٍ لَا يَتَكَلَّمُ يَوْمَئِذٍ أَحَدٌ إِلَّا الرُّسُلِ And nobody will speak on that day except the messengers. وَكَلَامُ الرُّسُلِ يَوْمَئِذٍ And the speech of the messengers that day, when they do speak, it will be اللَّهُمَّ سَلِّمْ سَلِّمْ Oh our Lord, oh my Lord, give us safety, 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 salvation, salvation. Salim, give us that safety, take us with safety. Then also, from the issues here, Natijatul Ubur ala Sirah. What is the consequence then of these people crossing over the bridge? What is the consequence? The consequence is of course, فَنَاجٍ مُسَلَّمْ That there will be some who are saved, and they have safety, safety and salvation, and they cross. And there will be others who are injured, in crossing, but they manage to cross. Those who are injured, we mentioned about the hooks, etc. The last man crawling upon his stomach. Some of them they cross, but with the impacts of crossing. With the effects of crossing. Whereas the first group, the ones who cross safely. They cross safely. Then the next group, others who cross but with some impact and effect of crossing. And the third category of course will be those who fail to cross and they fall into the hellfire. Therefore, as Al-Imam Al-Nawawi rahimahullahu ta'ala summarizes that there are three Categories when it comes to the people crossing over the bridge. قِسْمٌ يُسَلَّمْ فَلَا يَنَالُهُ شَيْءٌ أَصْلًا One group of people, one category of people are those who cross over safely. Not harmed whatsoever, cross over safely. وَقِسْمٌ يُخْدَشْ ثُمَّ يُرْسَلْ فَيُخْلَصْ And a category who are cut and impacted in that crossing, but they manage to cross. 
أنفادلي قسم يكردس ويلقى فيسقط في جهنم وفيسقط في جهنم and the third category are those who do not make it across at all and they fall into the fire the final point to mention regarding this crossing of the bridge is that the evidences they indicate that when the believers they cross over the bridge the believers who cross over the bridge they will then be in a state of great happiness and they will speak then they will then speak with their great happiness at having crossed the bridge and it mentions ان الناجين بعد مرورهم على الصراط يتكلمون بكلام يدل على فرحهم الشديد that when they cross the bridge the believers they speak to each other with words that indicate their great happiness ففي الحديث انهم يقولون so it mentions in the hadith how they will say alhamdulillah alladhi najjana minki ba'da an aranaki لَقَدْ أَعْطَانَ اللَّهُ مَا لَمْ يُعْطِ أَحَدًا That all praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who saved us from you after He showed us you. The you meaning the the hellfire. That all praise be due to Allah who saved us from you after showing us you the hellfire. And indeed Allah has given us what He has not given anyone else. Given them that salvation and that paradise. There is one other topic that is connected to a sirat And that is the topic regarding Al-Qantara. What is known as Al-Qantara. Al-Qantara, it also means bridge. And so the scholars have differed. What is Al-Qantara? Some say it is an extension of the Sirat. That at the end of the Sirat, the last part of the Sirat, that is known as the Qantara section. Other scholars, they say no. After the Sirat, later on there is another bridge. And that one is known as Al-Qantara. It mentions in the hadith of Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, رضي الله عنه أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال, اخلص المؤمنون من النار, that the believers they are saved from the fire, فيحبسون على قنطرة بين الجنة والنار, that they are then held Upon the Qantara between paradise and hell, فَيُقْتَصُّ لِبَعْضِهِمْ مِنْ بَعْضِ مَظَالِمْ كَانَتْ بَيْنَهُمْ فِي الدُّنْيَا And then the mutual rights are returned. The one who had wronged him and he had wronged him, he had wronged him and he had wronged him, those mutual rights that remain, the last thing that remains, all of those are equaled and returned. And when those final rights are taken care of, now there is absolute purity. No more rights on this one, from that one, from this one. 
it's all absolutely been taken care of, they've been completely purified now, then that is when they will enter the paradise thereafter. The only difference here is like we said, some of the scholars say this qantarah, a bridge also, is just the sirat. It's the last section of the sirat that is known as the qantarah. Others they say though, it is after the sirat, later on, another bridge, another place, uh, known as the qantarah. And that is where the mutual rights are returned, and purification occurs, and then the believers uh, go to paradise. That's why you hear the phrase sometimes in Arabic, تجاوز القنطره That he's gone past the qantara. Because when you go past the qantara, then all there is left, paradise. After the qantara, there is paradise. So they have a saying in Arabic sometimes that he's gone past the qantara. Meaning he is safe. Not in terms of the judgment of the day of judgment, but in other affairs, linguistically. Like somebody might say, I want to hire a tutor for my child for maths. So you get a recommendation of such and such a brother. The person says, well, is he qualified? Is he qualified? Is he good? Has he got experience? The person who recommended him to you says to you, he's gone past the kantara. Meaning, he is absolutely qualified. Years of ex- don't even need to ask about him. He's gone past the kantara. Meaning, he is perfect. He's got his qualifications. He's got everything. You don't need to worry about him. He's gone past the kantara. They use it linguistically like that sometimes. So that brings us to the end of the section regarding the bridge. The final section in the Iman in the Day of Judgment is the next session insha'Allah ta'ala and that final section will be about entering paradise and for the disbelievers regarding the hellfire. Paradise and hellfire. Details, various issues just like we've been talking about regarding paradise and regarding hellfire. That will be the final session on the Iman in the Day of Judgment, insha'Allah ta'ala. And then after that will begin the final pillar from the six pillars of Iman, the belief in the decree. So that's where we'll round off for tonight then. وَصَلَّى اللَّهُ any quick questions or anything before the prayer then? So, so which is the strongest opinion? Is... No, there is no strongest opinion on that. This is just what the scholars have mentioned. There is nothing definitive. With these types of things, there is nothing definitive. There's no hadith that says, the qantara which is at the end of the bridge, for example. It doesn't particularly specify so much that you can have a definite opinion. Come back and go to Jahannam? No, that retribution there is mutual. Where somebody has wronged somebody, somebody else has wronged you back, it is just about leveling out mutual rights. It's not going to be a case then somebody ends up in the negative. 
That is simply leveling out the mutual rights between the people, anything outstanding between them, to level that out so it's complete purity between everyone, and then those believers enter paradise. No, A'raf is something separate. A'raf is not particularly this issue. A'raf is before that when, or something else regarding the ones whose deeds are equal, etc. But this is not necessarily the same thing. Alright, we'll leave it on that for tonight then. Inshallah ta'ala, in two weeks time we'll continue with the next section.